0: Welcome to Get Fresh with Michelle Gerasoli, a podcast that gives you fresh ideas for living your best life. Enjoy our conversations and learn what the acronym FRESH means, food folks and fun, resources of recreation, experiences and entrepreneurs, our sponsors and our happiness moments. We hope that you enjoy this podcast hosted by me, Michelle Gerasoli, serial entrepreneur and founder of roadtrips.us. This is Get Fresh with Michelle Gerasoli podcast. Hey guys, welcome to episode five. It's been great to hear how everyone is enjoying the podcast. Thanks so much for listening. And if you're just uh, tuning in for the first time, I'll tell you why i'm doing this <laughs> fresh is my company name and i enjoy talking about things that bring me joy and highlighting it talking to friends about what brings them joy and i hope it adds a little joy to your life as well really i, I love connecting with people about this stuff it makes life rich for me and i hope you agree so let's get into it our first episode we talked about food and charcuterie boards and i've talked to people about their favorite foods it's the fall at the time that i'm recording this so i am going to talk about fall things the fall means apples here in new england and i have enjoyed many sunny afternoons with my kids picking apples we have some great orchards around here Oh, I just love getting into the basket of apples when we get home and crunching through some juicy ones, making an applesauce, maybe, or an apple pie or apple muffins. Today, I made morning glory muffins, which had apples, shredded carrots, pecans. Really, really delicious. I used Ina Gardner's, the barefoot Contessa. I used her recipe. If you Google it, it was really moist and I think it's healthy. You know, muffins you don't tend to think of as a go-to healthy food, but it had so many nutritious ingredients, it has to be healthy. So, morning glory muffins. And also, I made a different applesauce recipe this year. My friend Katie was going to pick apples, and she texted me a picture of what she called her grandmother's famous applesauce. So, I texted her back, what makes it famous? And she she told an ingredient that really... Makes sense but it, I had never used an apple sauce. So put vanilla in it right it just made it such a rich different flavor than you know usually it's apples sugar maybe lemon juice some cinnamon and you just let it all stew down in some water and then mush it all up but the vanilla really added a depth of flavor that was unexpected <laughs> so thanks Katie and your grandmother for that tip Okay, our next category is recreation. And a recreational activity that I have been very much enjoying for the last week or so is the Calm app to guide some meditations. I've been meditating on one in particular. It's called the Seven Days of Gratitude. And it's by Tamara Lewitt. I hope I said that right. It's about, I don't know, 15, 10 or 15 minutes. And I've been using it to start the day. I took a trip business trip and I had some time to, you know, kind of wake up in a different way than I do at home. And I said, I'm going to start the day with gratitude, which is easy to do. I've had a gratitude journal. I write things from time to time when I'm feeling really grateful for something. But this really deepened the feeling of gratitude for so many things that I just take for granted. It, it, you know, bodily functions um, not, you know, just the all of your five senses. Some people don't have sight or they can't hear or they, you know, COVID took away our sense of smell and taste in many cases. So you're just really grateful for those things when you don't take them for granted. Things in nature, relationships that you might just, you know, assume are always going to be around and that's not the case. So I really spent time with all of those things as part of this seven day meditation series. And I suggest you give it a try. You know, Google simple things to be grateful for and then just read it if you don't have access to the call map. But I promise you, your life will be richer for it. It was really nice. <laughs> now, listen, I have had a long and sordid history with meditation. I didn't do it growing up. You know, I grew up in a faith that was really about praying and not so much meditating. So it was like a conversation with God, not like downtime, time for stillness, time for presence. So I, I spent probably in the last, I don't know, 15 years or so since I took a class on yoga and meditation and, you know, just trying to expand my self-care practices, meditation was really challenging for me. I was a nonstop, high energy, high achieving, always busy like meditation was the opposite of all that in my opinion and I would attempt it and be annoyed with the distractions at first or eventually I learned like when I did it I fell asleep if I actually stopped for five minutes and I would just completely fall asleep (laughs) and so that was not really meditating but it did help me get, get back to sleep in the middle of the night when I couldn't so it's really just being present to your breath being calm being in the moment not letting thoughts distract you and then i found the calm app with a series of free and paid meditations and it's it's really very pleasant so i i encourage you to check that out that is my recreation for this episode next experiences one of my favorite parts of this podcast series is hearing about experiences and recently I, I went on a business trip to las vegas i was there in december for a wedding and you know we saw a few of the sites but it was really about being at the wedding with our friends so this one i had some i had a conference and i did the um imex america conference which was all travel and meeting event planners it was a great experience but the town of las vegas the city itself is such a spectacle of a town (laughs) i have friends who love it i gotta say i do not love it i'm a nature girl and it's hard to find nature other than palm trees in that town but i wanted to find something good about that experience to share with you and a couple of things i was able to revel in the fakeness of it all right i was in the uber i'm driving to the hotel and i'm snapping pictures and sending it back to my family back at home i'm like look guys Fake New York City. There's a fake Statue of Liberty and a fake Big Apple. It's like they wanted to recreate the New York experience in the desert of Nevada. That's Las Vegas. Like then you go up the street, it's like, oh look, a fake pyramid and there's a fake Sphinx and fake hier- hieroglyphics. It's like really the whole the whole town's charm is the fantasy of it all. It's a place to to marvel at the spectacle and the the hugeness of this entire recreational city built in the middle of the desert. I'm not a gambler. I've been to Vegas four times now and I've never spent a dime in the casinos. Not my not my thing, but it is entertaining to be there. And it's, it's a great place if you need to get more walking exercise because you do a lot of walking. My step count was really high in Las Vegas. But I'll tell you, it wasn't until the morning that I left that I found the experience that I wanted to share with you guys today. And that is, it happened the day I was leaving. I left the hotel really early, got back to the airport, got to my gate before 5 a.m. None of the coffee shops were open. I'm a big coffee girl to get going in the morning. And I I got to the gate and there was a, a table with food and coffee and two people wearing these enormous Uncle Sam costume hats, like tall Abraham Lincoln-style hats that were red, white, and blue. And I was like, oh, what is going on here? (laughs) And then I look at the gate where the, the flight attend, you know, where they check you in to go to the flight, and there was a color guard. So I'm like, there's some military ceremony happening here. And then I looked at the people sitting around at the gate, and many of them were wearing red caps. It was a veteran's unit from the state of Nevada, and this was their... Flight of honor. And if you've ever seen or participated in this, it's a really beautiful military experience that honors the the service of their veterans by flying them to Washington, D.C. I believe they go and they see the monuments and they have, you know, time to be together as veterans. And this particular group, there were 25 of them. Twelve of the veterans were in wheelchairs. And at first I I had that like, oh, this is going to take forever. The flight's not going to go. What is what is this about? But then as I started to understand what was happening more, it was really, really, really special. There were men who had served in three wars, the Korean War, the Vietnam War. And as far back as World War Two, one of the men, it was his 97th birthday. He was a veteran of World War II, God bless him. Imagine at 97, hopping on a flight from Nevada to Baltimore to go explore Washington, D.C. But this is really, it was beautiful. And they made it fun. Each um, veteran, if they needed help, had someone, a volunteer to help them. They all had, you know, these red hats. And they gave them a military honor welcome when they boarded the flight. And when they arrived, when we when we landed in Baltimore, there was a water cannon. All of a sudden it's a beautiful sunny day and there's water running down my window and they had, sh- they had shot a cannon filled with water at the plane when it arrived. So really neat, really special. And they were just all, um, you could tell how much they were enjoying the experience of being honored for their service. So thank you, the state of Nevada veterans for your service to our country. And um, that's our experience for today. Okay, next up is our sponsor. Our sponsor today is The Marketing Camp, themarketingcamp.com, if you want to look it up. After a career in marketing, I am honored to be part of a group of creative marketing professionals who put on an annual conference for small businesses called The Marketing Camp. It's pretty unique in that the theme is summer camp for adults. So it's a very playful way to enjoy some professional development. We get everybody out of the office, Everybody meets new people who are also learning to grow their business. And most importantly, they're able to, in a very short day and a half, brush up on trends in marketing from the people who are really the best in the region. I've worked for over 20 years, 25 years in the field of digital marketing. And these these guys are all the best. We just booked the venue. It's gonna be March 19th, 2023 at the Nilo Hotel in Warwick, Rhode Island, which is the Providence metro area. And fun fact, the place where we're having it this year, we've done it in two rustic, camp-like locations, but this is the first urban location. And it is the place where Fruit of the Loom began. That's right, Fruit of the Loom had Rhode Island beginnings according to Wikipedia and the people who run the hotel. (laughs) And the origin of the Fruit of the Loom Company dates back to 1851. When the te- a textile mill owner and his brother owned this, produced like muslin, the fabric, and a friend of one of the owners had a daughter who is an artist and she painted images of apples and applied them to the bolts of cloth. And those were the ones that proved to be the most popular. So the mill owner adopted this as the perfect symbol for when he did a rebrand, which again is a marketing story, right? Perfect. Fruit of the loom is an expression referring to clothes paralleling the phrase fruit of the womb meaning children that come from the woman's uterus this is all on wikipedia i'm reading it word for word Um, (laughs) which can be traced back to the bible so biblical underwear story origins for this what i think is interesting is that in 1871 Just one year after the first trademark laws were passed by Congress, the mill owner, Robert Knight, received the trademark number 418 for the brand Fruit of the Loom. So that is a very quick diversion. I guess we have two sponsors, The Marketing Camp and Fruit of the Loom, but I'm a total history geek and marketing geek and that makes me happy, so I share that with you. So once again, our sponsor is The Marketing Camp and you can find more information for this event that's coming soon on the website TheMarketingCamp.com. And that brings us to our final portion of this podcast, the Fresh Podcast, and the the HN Fresh is for happy. What is making me happy this week? It is the fifth anniversary of our dog adoption. Scooter. Scooter Jarisoli. In November every year in Southern Rhode Island, where I live, there are dog adoption agencies and rescue agencies that bring hundreds of dogs to one place, this giant greenhouse on this big farm for adoption. Many of the dogs have made trips from afar. Like uh, our dog was adopted after being at a um, a foster home, after being adopted, brought up from a beagle rescue in Little Rock, Arkansas. He's part beagle. (laughs) He's not all beagle. He's a blend of dogs, but he's. um, this was the day that we went, you know, there are so many sweet big and little dogs that are looking for a home at this event and when a dog is adopted they ring a bell and everyone claps it's so fun and we went five years ago so there's a five fifth anniversary of our gotcha day on this fifth podcast episode and scooter really is the heart of our family if you have a dog you know this they just take over when they move in and it's like we never lived a day before he joined our family <laughs> that day we had a lot of things to do and we got there late and there were already over 360 dogs adopted we were like the 307th dog that was adopted that day my husband um, who is kind of resistant to the concept of having a dog for the first 20 years of our marriage i would say like it was important to me to have a dog while our kids were still home so that they could you know learn what it was like to have a dog we were cat people but my husband saw this one medium-sized dog he looked like a young like black lab puppy the woman from the rescue was holding him and his little face just looked so sweet and we ended up taking him home that day and after they rang our adoption bell They took our family the whole family and our new seven-month-old puppy whose name was scooter pie because he was from the south (laughs) and i placed that picture in a photo frame that was shaped in the letters joy adopting a rescue animal truly is joy they they are so grateful speaking of gratitude they just seem to know that you've given them a good life and they appreciate it so that is my happiness moment and i'd love to hear from you and put Photos on the Fresh Rebellion blog of rescued dogs that you, you have in your family and stories of how much joy they bring to you. So send them to me at <laughs> freshgetaways at gmail.com. So that's our episode for today. Thanks for joining us. Next week, we have Marita Fairfield, who's a dear friend of mine from Midcoast, Maine. And we spent some time together up in uh, New Hampshire during foliage season. So we'll talk a little bit about that on our next episode. So goodbye for now. So that's it. Hope you enjoyed the Get Fresh podcast. If you liked it, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And please find us online at freshrebellion.com. You can get our links to social media there. Join our Facebook group, Fresh from Rhode Island. And find me on Instagram, Sassy Michelle G, and Twitter, Sassy Michelle. Talk to you soon. Bye for now.